what's up hybrids welcome back to another episode of the phantom hybrid podcast this is hanako and i am here with michelle and we are talking about outlander episode seven sticks and stones and i'm just gonna start the podcast off with this (laughs) please 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 let this be the absolute last episode that oh. we have to see Lionel Brown because now that Claire has confessed what she has been doing and that she has been seeing him, mm-hmm. I don't need to see him anymore because when I say overkill in this episode, oh my God, it was like, I feel like, you know how we used to say with season two that we could do a drinking game off how many times Prince Bonnie Charlie says, mark me. I think we could do it with Lionel Brown in this season. Like, I'm so sick of seeing him. I'm so, and I know he's just the manifestation of Claire's guilty thoughts and, you know, all the um, unsurety she has, but I'm so sick of seeing that dude. The actor is great as the character, but I'm so sick of him at this point every time i saw him i thought about you like okay hopefully this will be it hopefully this will be it overkill oh my god there was so much of him in this episode but when claire finally tells jamie about seeing him and about all the the fears that she has about her changing Mm -hmm. things and whether she caused this and she caused that I felt like, and even she said it, and I said this earlier, I didn't feel like this was Claire, you know, with right. the whole ether and everything. And she says, I've turned into somebody I don't recognize. I'm so glad she voiced it. Mm-hmm. And I hope this is the absolute last time we have to deal with Lionel Brow because. And I think it is. I think after last the last episode and all that has happened, and if she wasn't on you know, the ether, she would have helped, you know, her in some type of way. But now she realized, okay, I need to, you know, talk about what's going on with myself and kind of start healing here. Right, right. And I, I think the the thing about it is she finally decided to put the ether away after mm-hmm. Lizzie's confession about, hey, I was the one knocking on the door. And I thought about it when I rewatched this episode because when Claire could hear the knocking, the knocking was on that heavy front door mm-hmm. in the main house. Malva was coming around towards the surgery, so it couldn't have been her doing the knocking. Right. Because she was coming through the surgery mm-hmm. door, not, you know, the, the door that's in that, um, that little um, walkway that's in between the main house and the surgery. So I was like, oh, it had to have been somebody else. And then we find out it's Lizzie, and that kind of clears Claire's mind because she's so she really afraid. thought that that she actually did something that she had actually killed malva while she was mm-hmm. under the influence of the ether so i was like okay can we please leave the ether alone now yeah i hope that because I, when you're you're struggling to figure out if you actually kill someone but you don't really know because let's just say you were high or out of it that's a problem that's a major problem and that you need other people's help that was around that time to figure out oh my gosh i didn't do it because I could have done it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I hope this is the end of the ether. I hope this is the end of Lionel Brown. I'm so mm-hmm. sick of that storyline and, and that little component. I felt like it, I mean, I I guess I understand it. It kind of plays into the whole thing about Malva's murder because Claire was incapacitated. So she, she wouldn't have heard anything. She wouldn't have been paying attention. 
I understand that. But again, I felt like that I've always felt like that was never who Claire was mm-hmm. and that she would not um, that she would not resort to something like that, especially all the other stuff that Claire has been through. I mean, I realized that this was a direct result of the the gang rape. So I understand yeah. that part. But still, I uh, again, I feel like for what we've been presented with as Claire's character over the last six seasons, it just didn't fit with her. You right. Know? And, it, and since she, she said that, that's telling us that she really was going through something mm-hmm. that she just totally was out of character and could, couldn't get herself together. Right. And then sometimes that will help explain even other people when sometimes we're hard on people like, why did you do that? And why do it this way? Why do you do it that way? Why, you know, why are you drinking? Why are you on drugs? And sometimes it's like, yeah, that's not my character, but I. Sometimes the trauma is so great. Yeah, that you don't, that you, your regular ways of coping with it don't mm, work. Doesn't like work. I, said, I understand because that was, I think that was probably the most traumatic thing Claire has ever experienced. Yes. Even with everything else that she has gone through in the last six seasons but um again I just felt like it 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 was starting to be too much and now I'm glad that she has released all of that shared that pain with Jamie Mm -hmm. and and I love the fact that he referenced Wentworth when she did it and he was like when I was in Wentworth I was in a dark place and you came into my mind and into my soul to help me Mm -hmm. let me let me be that for you so now that I feel like she has shared that with him, she can start moving moving on. She can start processing all of that trauma and she can let it go or at least heal somewhat from it and, and right. have some support while doing it and not trying to do it by herself. Because right. that's the thing that is part of Claire's character. Claire's going to try, she's, she's going to try to handle it herself. You know, mm-hmm. she's going to try to figure out a way where she, especially with everything they've been going through the last few episodes, you know, she feels like she caused a lot of this, the bad stuff that's happened because of the fact that she came back in time, not once, but twice. And then she felt like that was her um, fault. So she was going to take that on. But now you have help, Claire. You have a completely fully supportive husband in a way nobody else has in that time right so a great support system yeah so Mm -hmm. let him share that burden with you so that you can heal so that we don't have to see that Ethan Lana Brown again not anymore and then I I just thought about it when you were saying all the things that she has gone through and she has gone through a lot Mm -hmm. has she really processed those things or we she just went on to continue on and then the next thing happened then the next thing happened and like this right here was just the final domino i think you you might be right because if you think about it even from the very first episode first of all you went back in time 200 years Mm -hmm. you narrowly avoid getting shot then you're kind of sort of kidnapped then you're forced to marry somebody that you don't love in order to be safe because you've, you know, been assaulted by this British officer and the whole thing with Blackjack Randall, him mm-hmm. almost raping her, him actually raping Jamie, the fighting, her losing faith, 
her having to leave Jamie when she's pregnant again, her having to go back to a marriage that she was no longer invested Keep in. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's a lot after thing after thing after having things. to sleep with the king in order to get Jamie out of prison and uh is it she's gone through a lot and yeah now that I think about it she doesn't like for the most part she processes things really quick quickly but mm-hmm. she she marches on so it's just like yeah at some point that damn some point you yeah it's gonna sit you yeah. down and so, you, yeah, you don't you have to right. it's just the culmination of everything everything and that's why she keeps bringing up if i didn't travel back if i didn't do this and i didn't do that mm-hmm. it's just everything is yep. accumulating and it's just stacking up on her yeah. so but, but like finally Jamie this said, should be it yeah because you like realize said, this didn't help just, you he was like if you didn't come back or if you didn't come to this time these things wouldn't have happened he was like brie wouldn't have ex- brie wouldn't exist Mm-hmm. You know, she wouldn't have come back in time and found us. I would have never had a relationship with my child. Roger wouldn't have a wife and son. If you weren't here, we wouldn't have gone to France. And if we wouldn't have gone to France, we wouldn't have found Fergus. And then mm-hmm. Fergus wouldn't have found Marcy. So there's a lot of good that comes out of what Claire has done. But I mean, what is it? You take the good, you take the bad. You take the bad. To, right. So like I said, I hope that she can now start to heal, although she does have this new trauma that she has to deal with because everyone's thinking that she killed Malva out of jealousy or spite. Right. And but at least we, she knows she didn't do it. Right. That that clears your conscience. You didn't do it. You could have helped her, though, but you didn't do it, at least. Yeah. But who knows? Because at this point, we don't know who killed Malva. So if Claire had gone out there to help her, Claire may have ended up dead too. That's true. Man, I'm telling you, everybody on that ridge would be dead. Because Jamie? No. And this is the other thing about the whole, the Fisher folk and all the rumors and them speculating. And, you know, we start out the episode with Malva being in the meeting place, kind of confessing her transgressions and the fact that she is now uh, with child out of wedlock. And in that little confession that we saw before the opening montage, she never named who it was. Mm-mm. But if you listen to it and, and just take Jamie out of the equation, because of course we know we know Jamie ain't sleeping with her. Mm-hmm. She could have been talking about anybody. Anybody. She was talking about how the person was someone that she trusted and how they took advantage of her and just all the things that she was discussing i mean they're you know putting the camera on different people in the meeting place while she's giving this confession but you know we talked in the last episode about our speculation like could it have been her father could it have been her brother you know it could have been one of those weird things because of course that happens in a lot of things but look at looking at their faces and the way that Mm -hmm. they were reacting she could have easily been talking about alan she could have easily have been talking about her father. Because think about it. We hear this in real life all the time. You have the religious, the overly religious zealot of a father who, mm-hmm. you know, has all of these rules and everything towards their children. Then it turns out that they are the ones who've been abusing their children. We see it all the time in the news. All the time. So it could have easily have been Tom Christie or it could have been Alan Christie or it could have been one of the other Fisher folk. 
We don't know. It was somebody that she trusted. It's somebody that she trusted. So then you know it's not Ian because he wouldn't have done that. Like if she said no or I don't want to do this, he would immediately stop, make sure she's okay. And Jamie so, too. Right. Jamie too. So it was just I just don't understand even with the Fisher folk who are who are new to the ridge, but at this point, I mean, when Malva was killed, she was almost due. So the Fisher folk have been there for at least a year, at least. Mm-hmm. So you've been around enough to know how Jamie Fraser is about his wife. I'm sure you've heard the rumors about what happened when the Browns came to Fraser's Ridge and took her. Correct. Because y'all got Mr. and Mrs. Bug right there on the ridge. They the biggest gossips. They talking. They telling all the business. So you know they had to say something. So y'all know if Jamie Fraser went to war over this woman, you really think he gonna let that little young girl turn his head? No. Y'all ain't been paying attention. So I think that's the thing that frustrates me with this storyline. And I know this is how it was in the books and I understand. And I understand how ignorant people are. It still frustrates me because it's like the way that they interact with each other. Jamie don't look at nobody else. Right. And you would also, in my mind, I'll think, are you sure that you didn't fool with another young man and y'all came up with this because he couldn't provide for you? But That's we what know I said, that Jamie, yep, that Jamie could provide. Yeah, I don't think that she could come up with this because she's maybe did it with another married man that they don't have any money. But you know, Jamie's gonna, you got you know his honor. So you know he's gonna take care of everybody. Mm-hmm. To the point where he's like, make sure she's buried, her and the baby is buried here. Right. That they have a proper burial. Right. Even even when everybody is coming to him, um, accusing him, the only person that he is actually like adamantly denied it to is Tom and Alan, because that's her family. When everybody Mm -hmm. else has been coming to the Ridge, when Hiram Christie showed up and um, Obadiah Henderson showed up, he never denied anything. He never spoke against her mm-hmm. to people. That's the type of person that he is. Jamie yes, is honorable of anything. Mm-hmm. So he's not going to sit there and like just, you know, talk her down, especially while she's not there to defend herself. Even though he knows that they are wrong because he knows that he didn't do anything. But that's the kind of person that he is. So... <sighs> I, I just tell you, couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. And even, I mean, even Claire admits, she was like, look, she was like, I know I didn't kill Malva, but what if I wanted to? Like, does that make me a bad person? Like, I have this darkness in me. What if I wanted to, to protect us? And I'm Ma'am, like- Ma'am, you okay? No, that's yeah. not a- I mean, that- As long as you didn't do it. You can have the thoughts as long as you didn't do it. Right, right. Because it would be understandable to have those thoughts. Like this little right. bitch came in trying to. She's causing to a lot of problems. My family. And yeah. yeah. But, even but causing notice, a lot of problems. Right. But even notice, even with Claire, when um, when they ask her, when, the, when Tom asked her, well, what will we say about her at, at her funeral? And Claire was like, 
that she had this light in front of her, you know, inside of her. She said all of these very nice things. This is a woman who literally came in and tried to tear apart your family. And you still try to do right by her, mm-hmm. you know, because you knew that what she was saying wasn't true and that she obviously was- had to have been coached or someone had to be mm-hmm. forcing that from her. And unfortunately, like you said, I feel like it was either her father or her brother, but Tom Christie doesn't strike me as that conniving type. Like he is very, he is one of those very rigid, straight by the book type of people. It, I feel like it has to be Alan. If it not, has to be. If not for the the whole um, fornication, he might be the father of her child thing. Which again, like 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 we talked off um, we talked off camera last week, and you were talking about how he was with the baby's coffin. You know, yes, it's very suspect. It is. It really is. So but even if he's not the father. He knows who it is. And he, he does. I feel like he would have tried to protect his sister by saying, okay, this is what you need to do to make sure that you're taken care of. You need to do this and you need to do that. And you need to make sure that it's Jamie Fraser because he owns all the land that y'all are on. So, you know, he got money or, you know, he's well off, you know, he can take care of you. So I really feel like Alan was kind of pulling those strings. If not, if not for the reasons that we think you know him being the father of the child which that's a whole other thing to unpack entirely but um i feel like he was really trying to look out for his sister yeah at at the minimum mm-hmm. but but his behavior at the funeral was strange i'm sorry so we know that dad is not involved so i do apologize for having him fall off a horse and no one goes and helps us help Mr. Christie, I do apologize for that. Yeah, because you had he still was wrong. He was still was wrong in some of the things he did. Instead, maybe a broken leg or broken arm. Yeah, because you had Mr. Christie falling off a horse for what three of the better part of three or four episodes. <laughs> yes, I have. So. <laughs> um, Malba, I felt the same way, but then I feel like when you're young and you're in that situation and someone is talking to your ear like this is what you need to do. And you don't want to do it. But I don't know because she's dead. I don't know what part she played in there. You know what I'm saying? Because she did throw out the scars and, the, you know, knowing what he looked like naked. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what part she had to play. But I feel like she was kind of forced into this situation. And that she was coming to Claire to tell her what was going on. Because, yeah. you know, Claire would help her. She might have been. Look, looked like a lot of people was coming to confess to Claire that morning. <laughs> true a lot of people so we're gonna talk about this because i know you have been dying to talk about this since you started speculating about it so it comes out the truth is out lizzie and the Ooh. beersley twins are in love in love and they have been having relations together lizzie with both twins at, at the point, same time at, at the same time the first time you know you yes. mentioned that you mentioned that bottle of oil for her malaria <laughs> and, and they went say, over let me just say her <laughs> describing that whole scenario to claire 
I don't know how she did that with a straight face because you could see she was trying. It's almost like Lizzie when she was telling Claire about the fact that she she was with both both brothers and that you could tell that she was trying to make herself sound like she regretted it. But then she was like, "Nope, I knew exactly what I was doing. I knew exactly what I was doing, and it, and, it and, I, and I enjoyed it, and I felt Every safe." Last minute. Mm-hmm. And they are identical everywhere, everywhere in every way. I was like, I don't think Claire wants to know all of that. But that whole scene, I was laughing. I just kept it. I just kept imagining your expression. I was like, oh, here oh, we go. Here we go. Here we go. I mean, started from the beginning. They came over and was rubbing that oil on her. It felt so good. <laughs> I mean, she didn't need to tell Claire everything, but she, she sort of did. Yep. But we find this out because Lizzie is pregnant. Don't know by who. And she don't know by who. And this apparently, this has been months since mm-hmm. Claire and Jamie were in, um, were in, where were they? I forgot, Westchester. When they went to Westchester mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. So, so like some months have passed between last episode and this episode. And, um, you know, Lizzie is like, I don't know who the father is. I know the child's name will be Beardsley. And it was so funny because Jamie's attitude towards all of this got on my nerves in this episode. But I have to remember, they're in the 1700s. Right, the time period. Because even Claire wasn't all like, this is, okay, okay, we can work this out. No, she still was looking like, excuse me. But again, her time period, they weren't doing that either not open not open not like that so not with twins oh, well yeah but i but I um like um Jane, but she was a little bit more t- she tolerated it a little bit more she was a little bit more tolerant he wasn't because i mean and thinking, I, he's thinking from his time because he doesn't have any other time period mm-mm. to like compare it to claire mm-mm. probably has heard of something similar to this mm-hmm. or something like this and um you know so it's probably not as shocking to her she's probably just yeah. like i can't believe that a child from this era is actually thinking about doing that but you right. know i mean think about it claire they were in france and there were some there were some weird things going on with france well they saw that you know what i'm saying even jamie saw that in the brothel yeah but it's different when little lizzie mm-hmm. on the homestead is doing mm-hmm. it right then you know Francesca and, in the whorehouse. That's a little different. Right, right. And then how does this look? Because they're already dealing with, you know, the rumors. They're already dealing with one unpreg woman scandal, young woman. So here's scandal. another. So here's another pregnant woman scandal. And then you're gonna add the twins to it. But it still broke my heart when Jamie basically told them he was like, okay, you're gonna have to marry one of them you know and, and and like i said i i hated that attitude because that's not what we do here but jamie really is looking out for her right she does actually even here you will actually marry one of them and then have a um ceremony with the other or all three of you guys together but <laughs> legally you're going to marry one even now you're gonna marry one legally or she, or technically speaking, now she wouldn't have to marry either 
No, but if they do, I mean, the ones that do, the lifestyle, they will marry one. Yeah, yeah. But But I felt so bad because she was like, I can't choose. Right. Don't make me do this. Pick straws. And did you see the heartbroken look on their faces? Yes. Because either way it goes, one of them was going to have to choose, but I wasn't expecting Jamie to say, okay, Josiah, you're going to have to leave until after the baby is born. And the looks on their faces, like they were all like, what and then my dumb butt was like but why i mean she married one does it really matter the other one is still right here that's walking behind them that's how i felt too but you know i wouldn't think anything of it she married one of the twins i mean we don't see what they're doing at night right and like she says it's not none of anybody else's business no but here's the thing we haven't the last time we saw lizzie and the twins together was and actually we haven't seen her with both twins in a while we've seen her Mm -hmm. with kezzy and then we've seen her with josiah and this was when claire was testing the ether but Mm -hmm. we haven't seen her together with both of them so we don't know what that looks like when they're all together but for most people that are in love especially if it's new love you really can't hide that and that will be that's what jamie was Mm -hmm. thinking like if it's this obvious, I mean, you could see, like, and we've said this from the beginning, the way that she interacted with the Beardsleys, even before we knew that they were a thing, there was a lot of flirtation. You could tell that there mm-hmm. was feelings there. So if we could see that with her individually, to see that with her, with both of them, those yeah, people you, on the ridge so aren't blind. And then you got people like Mrs. Bug, that old yeah. busybody. Especially when she starts showing and then one rubs her stomach, then the other one may come over and think they're secretly rubbing her stomach, but yeah. Yeah, but I just I was like upset, like he doesn't have to leave. Where is he gonna go? But they sure pulled the okie doke, didn't they? Oh yes, they did. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'm all you have Jamie Hanfast, Keziah, and Lizzie. Mm Mm-hmm. And then later, before Roger and Bree leave to go out of town, she comes with Joe to say, hey, can you guys hand fast us, blah, blah, blah. And of course, at this point, Roger and Bree have no clue about what's going on. They don't have any clue what's going on, except for the fact that Lizzie's pregnant and hey, we need to get married. So when it's found out that, oh, wait, yeah, we hand fasted them the other night did you now hmm. <laughs> wonder how you did that when she already has a husband that whole thing i was just so ready to see how that was going to play out and it did not disappoint because it's like it did you but they mean they, they were you got they were quick on their children feet. basically right and they were quick on their feet they made sure they went late at night they're like they don't know anything so let's go over there and try this on them Mm-hmm. We don't know what's going on. Especially Roger and Bree were getting ready to leave. So yes. Like, yeah, we can go do this. They won't have time oh, to talk excited. about it. Yes. And, and then the thing about it is, if they didn't even mention it, no one would know. No one would know. They just happened to say, "Oh yeah, we hand fast Lizzie and Josiah." What? I did that already. 
but it, I mean, it, it, it's funny, but it was just so sweet because they all, all three of them love each other. And I just, I'm rooting for them. Right. Wrong time period, but I'm rooting for them. Right. Because like, like Lizzie said, she was like, we're not harming anybody. This is between us. Well, what happens? This is our, this is our business. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just I I, I find it kind of ironic that we're talking about this today, on the day that Roe versus Wade has been overturned, and what that means for women's rights and our our autonomy over our bodies mm-hmm. and everything. I was like, I love the fact that they put something like that in a show in the 1700s mm-hmm. where you have a woman saying, "Um, yeah, you know what? I could say." That I felt bad about sleeping with both of them, but no, I enjoyed yeah. it. I felt safe. Yeah. I love them both, and both. I want to be with them both. And I don't care who the father of this baby is. The baby's name is going to be Beersley anyway. So what does it matter? We're not hurting anybody. This is our business and nobody else's business. I love the fact that they put that in a show mm-hmm. based in the 1700s. But you see, here in 2022, we are still fighting for the right to say it's my body. I'm going to do what I want to do, or I'm going to do what is safe for me to do. But that's a whole other conversation. That's a whole nother podcast. But I, I loved, I love that story. I'm so glad that they put it in this season because I was like, please don't make us wait till next season. Cause Michelle's going to keep asking me questions and I don't know how long I'm going to be able to hold that. (laughs) So I'm glad that they put that in here. And now we just got to see where that story is going. Right. But, I can't wait. Right. But I love the fact that, um, you know, even unintentionally, Lizzie was able to put Claire's mind at ease because she was like, yeah, I, I was planning on telling you, but I came to the house and the door was locked. So I, I was banging and Claire's like, wait, hold up. That was you. And I know Lizzie, Lizzie, she probably wasn't even thinking, oh, wait a minute, that was the same morning that Malva was here. No, she wasn't. She wasn't thinking that Mm-mm. because she's so heavy in her her grief at that moment because they hadn't figured out what they were going to do because literally the conversation with Claire was like, do we really, ha- does Josiah really have to go away? That's what she was thinking. Like, yeah, okay, she's married to one of the brothers, but she's about to lose another one until after the baby is born. And you know, who knows how that would have affected that relationship because if he's gone all that time, he doesn't get to, you know, be there with her and bond with her further as she's carrying the baby. And then who knows by the time he comes back after the baby is born, maybe she won't feel the same about him and that'll solve that problem. And maybe that's what Jamie was hoping would happen, you know, in that. Because again, like I said, Jamie- Did that work for anybody else? When other people go off, did did Claire stop loving Jamie? No. Did Jamie stop loving Claire? No. Brianna stopped. No. None of nobody has stopped loving each other when they went away for a while. But technically speaking, none of them were in love with two people at the same time because even when Claire and Jamie first got together, like she loved Frank, but I don't think she was in love with him. Not in that way, because I don't think she would have been able to fall for Jamie that quickly. But then again, Jamie being Jamie. I think she could. She could yeah, have. I think you could. But, because I think I had this conversation with the person I'm related to by marriage <laughs> about that. I think you can, you can be in love with 
I ain't say three people, but two people. So I can see Claire still being in love with Frank. And it was a different type of love, too, yeah. versus the love that she had for um, Jane. Mm-hmm. But then slowly, I do believe slowly that love for Frank went away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It did. Because he wasn't around. So maybe it would work out uh, that one twin stay and the other one goes. But I don't even think but that's kind of heartbreaking though, because yeah, that could actually be the father of the baby. You don't know. Is Claire gonna do some DNA samples? I don't even next I, season. I don't even think she should, because at this point, if if they're all good with it, why rock that boat? Well, it wouldn't even matter because the DNA will still say that they're related. It's like the child is a Beardsley. Let's just right. leave it at that. Do we really, you know, at this point, if she's in love with both of them and they are both in love with her and mm. they're all okay with that arrangement, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. That baby is going to grow up in a whole different environment anyway, because if technically speaking, she's she's married to both of them. So who knows? Yeah. She may be the first, she may be the first <laughs> <laughs> and, and then and then okay so what so what if the ridge people start talking about this and just don't entertain the uh rumors just like Jay, like us like jamie hasn't said anything about malva when they come at him and they throw the stones and everything jamie is just like if you value your life you better watch your words carefully i, I was like oh come on Hiram, say something else say something else I was like, I want to see Jamie get mad. It's been a minute since we've seen him really get mad. Come on, say something else. Say something else. Oh, yeah, because what is the, you, you're you better with names. What is the guy who came up to him talking about Claire? And he was like, um, before you say another word, you may want to choose your words yeah, wisely. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, you may want to choose, you may want to choose your words wisely. And you see his ass walk off. Right. Because mm-hmm. my thing is, you can talk all you want to about me. But I'm be like, I know, but don't you dare say anything about His Claire. Neck. Yes. So the same way with Lizzie, uh, we're not entertaining any conversations about their love. Mm-mm. No, they got their home over there on the side. They're just that, that different family. Mm-hmm. And again, like I said, if you see the way that he acts about Claire anyway, why would you even think that he would go to this girl? what true she i mean but then again again that that time period they did that all the time yeah you know so oh i mean i can understand why you why you would consider him doing it but this is jamie and this is claire ain't no way ain't no way and while she's dying that's like just disrespectful but i find that disrespectful even when people do it currently now you always hear about people having an affair when they their significant other got cancer or doing something i'm thinking you can wait now i have heard like i do know of a couple of like personally i've known of a couple of um situations where the the sick person was basically like look go get you some go yeah go be happy go do this or whatever And the person decided to still stay with that person because they're like, okay, I said for better or for worse. And they're like, okay, I understand mm-hmm. that. I'm, I, I thank you for taking care of me, but 
I can't take care of your needs in a certain way. You need to go find somebody to do that right. because I don't want you miserable and being resentful or being unhappy because you're not being right. taken care of. So but, I'm talking about those other again, couples where the yeah. person didn't know. Yeah. Right. And like Claire's not laying there with her hair halfway cut off. Find you another love. Mm-mm, I told you in the book, <laughs> she was like, oh, that won't do. <laughs> right so i'm she's not giving him permission so y'all already know he wouldn't do that i mean he would do that Mm -hmm. but we gotta understand they only have seen him not all seasons like we have you know so but i mean the fact well then again they came after that like i said the fact that they don't cross and he was like we going to find my wife right but again they, they heard, heard about that they, they heard, heard stories but i guess the men mm-hmm. who's help who's talking with their wives are not like him so they're like oh yeah she's a young thing mm-hmm. they're probably looking at her too right and that's why it's more feasible that she was messing with someone else who was married who doesn't have anything mm-hmm. to support her and alan say well you know he has honor. He has stood by my dad. You know, we know something is not right with that situation with mm-hmm. them two. But he's gonna. He has money. He's he's he has a great future, and we kind of like him. So this will be a good person to take care of you. Yeah, we kind of like him. Let's go screw his life up. But I mean, well, they did. Re- I'm assuming they did respect him. Alan looked like he respected him. You know, after that situation where he stole. And um, mm-hmm. Jamie took care of it. So it's just a sad situation. Yeah, because you took the one person who was like taking care of y'all and standing behind y'all and you just screwed them over. Like, you yeah, like, oh, okay, you know. Definitely. Thank and then we you. thought, we're going to screw your life up. Yeah. And then we thought, okay, we're done with the Browns and here they come. Now, I kind of sort of liked this Brown a little bit better, especially better than his his brother, because he seems like the one with the intelligence. He seems like the Mm -hmm. one that thinks before he acts. However, them showing up at the end, I feel like, and you know what, even with that, I feel like that was kind of a calculated move because he's looking for a reason to come after Jamie. He is. That's why he is the smarter. He is a smarter brother. He's using everything in his parameters to get back at him. That's Mm -hmm. legal. That's fair. Okay. You know, we can't get him another way, but mm, we heard his wife committed a crime. Right. Let's go get him. Like, oh, you killed somebody. Yeah, we gotta take you to we gotta take you to trial. But you didn't have you didn't think about taking Jamie to trial when he killed your your brother and all the other people. But at the same time, he understood why that happened because your brother went on his land and stole and his kidnapped wife. his wife and attacked his daughter. So in the grand scheme of things, especially for back then, it's kind of like an eye for an eye. But still, he he felt some kind of way about, okay, well, you could have just whooped my brother's ass. You didn't have to kill him. But 
I mean, again, this is Jamie. We're talking about you fucked with Claire. That's what he's going to do. He's not like the Browns where they probably don't even care about their women or their wives, not in that way. So they probably would have just been like, okay, give me my wife back and we'll just call it even. Nope. He said, kill them all. Kill them all. So I'm just. So now it'll be interesting to see. It's going a different direction than I thought it would go into. So I don't know what's going to do. I don't know. I guess I, I. I didn't know that. I mean, like I had no idea that we're going to have um, this situation with Malva and saying that she was pregnant by Jamie, actually about to have a baby, then murdered. Mm-hmm. Then it's blamed on Claire. Now Claire is, they want to arrest Claire. So that's going to take them in a different direction mm-hmm. because either they're going to have a damn shootout at the house or the house is set on fire, which kind of goes with the house was supposed to be on fire a while ago. So it's mm-hmm. just where are we going? Yeah, that's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to figure out. So I, I'm, I just, I guess, I just didn't expect it this way. I don't know what I expected. Yes, the Christies, you said it, a storm, drama, but I wasn't expecting this, and I guess I wasn't expecting it to be taken out on Claire. I guess I wasn't. Yeah. This season had a lot. And it was only eight episodes. Right. It had it had a lot. We 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 have, have gone through a lot. So can you imagine if they put this much in eight episodes, what they're gonna do in next season when we have I think it's 17 episodes. 17 next season? Wow. Because, because this was a shortened season. They're giving us more episodes on the back end. Okay. And see, now we have one more episode. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know how we're going to leave off. Are we leaving off where, I don't think no one else is going to get murdered or killed. Either we leaving off where she actually is arrested and there is actually a trial. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, the Browns rolling up to the ridge. That's not going to sit right with Jamie. Right. You know there's about to be some kind of fight. Right. And then I don't think that we're going to find out about who the baby daddy is in the next episode. No. So and I mean, and then we have um, we have Roger and Brianna leaving as well because Roger has decided that he is going to be the minister for Fraser's Ridge and he needs to go and do his... Um, his coursework or i don't know what they call it back then so i don't know internship yeah so he he brie and jimmy have left for a few weeks to go and do this and of course this happens they leave and then richard brown shows up right and that's why i'm like okay so she actually is going to end up being arrested because it will work with everyone is gone and in different things is happening mm-hmm so, but we haven't had any closure though with the Christies because I, I can't I can't imagine that this is it. I don't think we'll get that until next season, especially if, right. they're, if they're coming to arrest Claire now. That's a lot for them to do in one episode. And like I said, I don't see claiming uh, I don't see Jamie 
just letting them come and take her. So I feel no. like there's going to be a fight. There's going to be some kind of standoff. And then. Will this knows? be when the house, that's what I'm saying. Will this be when the house is set on fire? See, I don't that's know. That's the thing. I, I can't remember if this is when it happens in the book. I think. I want to say it is, but I don't think. I need, I'm I'm really gonna have to go back and read though. Right. So because that's what I'm saying. It's so like, much that can happen, and I doubt that we're gonna get all of that next episode. Yes. So this will continue on to next season, mm-hmm. which they have already started filming. So yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, of course we already know Claire and Jamie are most likely not dying in that fire. If it is next episode, they're not dying in a fire. So how right, we know that. Yeah, so how that obituary got written, I don't know. Um, because again, it it has been more than two years because you know, Brie Brie and J- um Jimmy is probably like three at this point, mm-hmm. three or four or mm-hmm. something like that. So um yeah, I I don't know. So if they do take her to trial, like where are they gonna take her to trial? They, they're not gonna take her to Brownville. You can't do that because it won't be fair. No. I don't know if they'll take her. They, they won't take her to um, Westchester or anywhere near River Run because Jocasta got friends in high places. Yeah, she got that on lock. <laughs> so that yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it's like where we're going if they to even moved- take her to trial because I mean. Right. Jamie could kill them all. I mean, we that's seen true. Him. They may try to kill her too. So we don't really know yeah. what's about to happen. So that's it's gonna be quite interesting. And then we don't like tying up Lizzie and the twins. I mean, this is just not gonna be the last time we hear about this. Oh, of we course. gotta see, oh, of course, we gotta not. see their home. <laughs> they day-to-day life. I want to see that. Yeah. So yeah, I have a feeling Brianna and Roger gotta come back and find out. Oh, hell, all of this has been happening since we've been gone. So they got to come back. And I think that will make Brianna and uh, Roger say, okay, you know what? We don't need to try to leave to go anywhere ever again. Because when they tried to go back home, when they tried to go back to the Stones, what happened? Claire got kidnapped. When they tried to leave right now so Roger can go, you know, get his preaching on. Trying to arrest her. So yeah, that's gonna yeah, so. show in their minds. Okay, you know what? We don't need to go anywhere ever again. At least not Mm-mm. until we, you know, the stuff that I told you is supposed to happen later on with the new baby and her having a heart issue and them having to go back <laughs> to the future because that's the only way they can like really treat it and save her. So I, I don't know. It's a lot. But yeah, Bree and Roger, they don't need to go anywhere else. They they just they just no, they put. don't. They just need to stay put. And at some point, I need Will to come back too to see his dad. Oh, oh William. Yeah. I call him. Well, I, I, I need all these things. I need we, a lot of things to happen. We are getting him next season because they yeah, know I saw casting. Uh-huh. So we will be seeing adult William. Um, I don't know how that's gonna work out with all of this because um like i said i've read up to book it's going you know what it's going to have to do it's going to deal with the war so at some point we're gonna have to get over this malva and the you know 
the trial if we have a trial yeah, or whatnot. That has to end to go and we got to move on to something else. Yeah, they're going to have to do, I think next season is going to have to be like the remainder of book five and then book six. And I'm only like partway through book six. So um, the part where I've read up to um, Jamie and adult William, I don't think have met yet or have seen each other yet. Okay. Um, the last thing I remember about William, I think he was still young or younger. And I believe him and Bree actually met because they were somewhere. I think William may have been with Lord John, maybe in, maybe in Westchester. I thought they met already. No, they haven't met, but she didn't, she didn't meet um, Willie when he was there. I think that was, where, where was she? I don't remember, but I think there was a, there was a moment where they were sitting outside talking and, you know, she, she introduced herself as Jamie's daughter. And then he introduced himself as the ninth Earl of Ellesmere and Lord Johnson. And they had a conversation, but she knew who he was, but of course he didn't know who she was. Right. you know as far as that so i do remember something like that happening in the books but i think it would have happened already in this sense so i'm not sure but um yeah hopefully we'll see something like that next season i don't know if this is the quote-unquote angry william that we're getting because again i have heard that when he is an adult or when he's older you know mm-hmm. a, an adult in this world is like 17 18 that he finds out that Jamie is his father and I hear that he's none too pleased about it. I haven't gotten to that point in the books yet, so I don't know what brings okay. that about, but we are getting William next season. So that means we should be getting Laura John back. Yes. Which is awesome. Um, so yeah, I, I, I really want to see how that goes, but they do need to close up this whole Christie business do. and maybe they will do that. Um, I would say maybe the first couple of episodes next season, because even though it it is a longer season, you don't want them to drag that out. Right. So we we really don't need them. Because we can't go on for the rest of next season with, oh, she's a murderer and, you know, he's been unfaithful. Okay, we're going to move on, Mm -hmm. move past that. Yeah. Just, just so. let's let's get through it. Let's resolve this, and then let's move on to the other stuff. Mm-hmm. I do know that the the stuff with Tom Christie leading up to Claire's uh, arrest and where they're transporting her to, and I can't remember where, but I do know they are. Like I said, they're trying to find a town that they can try her in. Um, <clears throat> So I do know the stuff with Tom Christie gets a little bit interesting in that respect, but I don't remember exactly like the timeline, like what happened. I do remember bits and pieces of something um, that happens as far as his character goes, some information. And I do think I remember some stuff that happens with Alan, but there's also some other stuff that I just remembered that happens in between all this time. hmm and I didn't know if they were going to actually do it in the, in the series, but if they're doing 17 episodes, they probably will. So yeah, we're going to need to read and you're going to, because um, I don't know when we're getting season seven. I mean, this is mid 2022 now. 
we probably won't see season seven until late 2023, early 2024. Okay, so we have some time. We got a lot of time. That's the only yeah. thing I hate about these shows, these long ass hiatuses. I know. I can't stand it. Oh my God. It's already bad enough when we have to wait a year. It's like bad enough. Network TV, you you know, your series, your season finale is in the spring and you have mm-hmm. to wait till and the fall. Back. That's long enough. But as long as they don't make us wait another 655 days, we're good. Yeah. I can't I'm, I'm still I'm struggling with even our other show, Stranger Things, and we only had what two weeks, and we had to wait two weeks. And I'm like, hurry up, two weeks. It was actually so, like a month. What has it been a month? Almost. I thought it came off the first of the end of May. Yeah. Oh, well, it'll be a month. And yeah, the, yeah. July first is when the new, uh, the last two episodes yeah. come out for the season four. So yeah. Yeah, so us waiting for these shows, this is ridiculous. It is. Or, or just give me a few episodes here and another few months and another few episodes. I, I don't know. Because I'm one of those, like, I'll binge watch stuff on Netflix and be glad. But then when it's over, it's kind of like, now what do I do? Yeah. But Same here. also... I've gotten to where I can't stand waiting week to week to week for an episode. I agree. And the sad part in this situation, we could just read the books. Oh, but that just takes so much more time. Well, for you, it won't because you're you're closer to the end. <laughs> but someone I don't started, remember a lot of what happened. Start, so someone started from the beginning, but I want to know. I said I was going to start from the beginning with you, so right so you know starting from the beginning so we'll be i'm like i may finish by the time the next season come out yeah we might because there's there's nine of the main books and then there's a there's a whole separate did you oh know no i'm talking about the nine main books we i gotta get through nine main books no no separate books no books on the side no footnotes let me just get through the nine books i know but <laughs> did you know that there's a lord john series yes i can't <laughs> and then there's a book of short stories <laughs> that take place at different you know at different intervals right and it's bad enough i'm not gonna get any of these books done by dragon con when there's a panel about the latest book which i'm still gonna go to and sit in there like so what are we talking about today, ladies? Yeah, I, th- I think I'm gonna have to try because I really want to be able to like actively participate in the in the conversation. So I think mm-hmm. for Dragon Con prep, I probably I'll probably start with an Echo in the Bone, which is book six. It yes, that's book six. So I think I'll start with that one and then read up through so that just so I can participate in the c- conversation, the book panel. Okay. And then I'll go back and start from the beginning. But I don't okay. know. I may decide to start from the beginning. I know that when I did read the, fir- the first, I will say the first three books, because I think I started reading them right before season three. So the first okay. two books, because I already knew most of what happened based on the show, I was able to get through those books pretty quickly because okay. I was like, okay, well, I want to see what the differences are. And like I said, there are some things that are different. 
as far as how they happen in the book and how they happen on the series. But for the most part, I think the first two books, they they stick very closely to the books, um, the show. Okay. Did. Um, and there are a couple of things, of course, there are a couple of things that they probably left out. There are some things that they had to alter, you know, so that it translates on screen better. But they were pretty faithful adaptations from what I remember. Okay, because when when the when I first start watching the series, I did the little cliff notes <laughs> for the first three books because mm-hmm. <laughs> I wanted to know, <laughs> okay, where is this going? Because at that point, I think I watched all of season one and a few episodes of season two, and I'm like, let me check my cliff notes, okay, um, aka Wikipedia, and <laughs> read about what each book was about. And the things that happen in the book, mm-hmm. but that's still different. So I will go back right, and start reading. Right. So yeah, we'll have to do that. Yes. Um, did we leave off anything for this episode? I think we talked about all the like major stuff. The major, my major points, her talking to Jamie mm-hmm. about what's going on with her. Um, her realizing that she didn't kill her, Malva, talking to Lizzie and giving all that juicy information and them dealing with that. That was hilarious. I love the fact that she confided in Ian, you know, and and the way that Ian kind of got her to confide was the fact that the Beersleys were supposed to help him try to look for And they never showed clues. up. Yeah, and then she also came into the house and they were like, Lizzie, what have you been doing? And Brianna's picking hay out of her hair. She was like, oh, I, I, I was just feeding the horses. Oh, y'all were fooling around in the barn, huh? Like just all out there in the open where anybody could have come by to see. I mean, let's have some. I don't know. I mean, they're they're young and they do it. So yes, they do. And this is what partly got them in trouble because if she didn't have any evidence, (laughs) if they had stayed in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. she wouldn't have any evidence to help support her claim. Mm -hmm. Claire should have just waited him to come in the house but they don't wait no you know you just you got to go wherever the passion takes you right and i love it because they're our age i love it anywhere you want to (laughs) go people could walk in who cares (laughs) that's his wife yeah but lizzie twins should have known better that was because if they would have gotten caught let's say by someone other than Jamie, Claire, Ian, any of those, there would have been hell to pay. There would have been hell to pay. So. Yeah. So. So what else did that and Roger and Bree leaving? Mm -hmm. I miss seeing Ferguson Marsley. I do too. And so at some need- point, again, I'm going to say that they need to tell Marcy what is going on. And Fergus. Fergus doesn't know. I forgot about him, too. Mm-hmm. Both of them at some point. Maybe that'll happen in the books. Maybe if we read, we'll see that that, mm-hmm. happens, in that happens in the books. But I think we have covered the major points. So now we just got to get through this last episode. Mm-hmm. See what the happens. funeral. We talked about the funeral. Yeah. That. that- so. Yeah, I th- I think yeah, there's some there's something sketchy about Alan and his behavior. Off, mm-hmm. off episode. I did say that when looking watching it, I'm like, it was just strange. I mean, let Claire pick the baby up. You were concerned about your sister, but you 
You acted more angry than Tom Christie, even though Christie probably believes she's just like a mama. She's just I mean, like you a saw mama. What he said when they got there, he was like, So what are we gonna do about this? We can't bury a whore in hallowed ground. I was like, right. excuse me, this is still your not only your daughter, this is your dead daughter. You're talking about can you have that was killed? Can you have a little bit more respect? Because no, he, if you notice, aside from him, he showed no sadness, none. no grief. He was none. more concerned about, so in the manner of the, the way that she died, was it quick? Did she have time to beg God for forgiveness? Excuse me? I yeah. seriously he, think the last thing she was thinking while her throat was getting cut was, oh God, please forgive me for getting pregnant out of wedlock. He showed no emotion. That's the other None. reason why I say, even though I don't think it's within him because of the part, because of the type of person we've been shown him, you know, to be, but still his reaction towards her doesn't quite compute either. Like this is, even though you may have had some feelings about the fact that she may not biologically have been your daughter. This is mm -hmm. the child that you raised. He showed... and she just got brutally murdered. And not only that, you're looking at her body. Show yeah. some emotion. It's like he's detached, but he's been detached since she said that that Jamie was the father. Like he didn't, he wasn't angry or it was like, I'm just here. You know what I'm saying? They forced me to come over here to tell you that you're the father of this baby and you got to do something about it. But he didn't, like, he didn't know show... that it was Jamie before they walked in the house right but he showed he no nothing all this other stuff that you're so quick to 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 spit out things at jamie and claire but here you're just i okay. feel like he didn't have a reaction about that because he probably realized that jamie wasn't the father yeah true that and but of course he knows he's not because he knows what jamie is like so you know right so but again, he's going along with like it he may have just gone along with it because it's his daughter mm -hmm. and it's his family mm -hmm. and but. of course he'll say a couple of things but you know <clears throat> like i said jamie every time it was mentioned to him by one of the christies he basically told them no that's not true no yeah, so she's, you know she's a liar so but, all of a sudden, Alan is the one who has all these feelings. And yeah, because you coerced her to say, you know, you know who the father is and y'all pinned it on, on, you know, Jamie, you upset now that whatever things y'all was doing, your sister now was dead. Yeah, I, I, so. I have a strong feeling Alan has something to do with all of that. I don't know if I want to say that he killed her. But I have a feeling that he had a hand or maybe some other body part invested in that whole story. Because mm -hmm. you can tell by his, his reaction. Yeah. I don't you know, know what I'm saying? Because her. he's he acting like Ian. Ian is all like, what do I need to do? You know, even in the beginning, do I need to marry her? You know, you feeling some type of way because you actually had sex with her. And yeah, that's your sister. But I don't know. It was strange with him. Sister in that cousin, maybe. Funeral. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we'll see. I don't know if we'll see in the next episode, though. No, but I want to know. I know. <laughs> I, I want to know. I have a feeling the conclusion to that story is going to take more than one episode. It, I will say it probably maybe will. if it goes into next season, 
maybe the first three episodes okay yeah i'll say three all i know we gotta know who the murderer is because you are causing all these problems and i need you to pay so yes we will find out next season i mean i wouldn't have put it past richard brown because he could have done that and been like oh we'll pin it on her and then that way i can come and arrest her but of course he would have I don't think he would have done that. He would have he wouldn't have snuck onto Fraser's Ridge. And why would he just pick like this random girl? Well, maybe because one of his sons or nephews got involved with this girl. They would have had to have been on the ridge though. And I don't think any of them would have chanced coming to the ridge after not uh, even to like hunt Jamie killed their uncle. Mm-mm. I don't think so. Okay. Um, you know, love can find a way. I don't know. <laughs> I know, but I think on the ridge, even with the fisher folk, I feel like if you see somebody that's unfamiliar, mm-hmm. you would probably say something. say something about it because you don't know what that person is doing there and why they're there. They could be there for nefarious reasons. They could be there, you know, like you said, Malva was a pretty she was a pretty young girl and we don't know how many other young girls are on that um, settlement. Mm-hmm. But you know, young men in that time, they're looking for two reasons. They're looking at a girl because they're trying to figure out who they're going to snatch as a wife mm-hmm. or they're trying to figure out who they're going to snatch for some unsavory purposes. Right. So I feel like and- they would have they would have mm-hmm. paid attention to somebody unfamiliar because right now, if they're not the Fisher folk, if they're not the Scottish people, you know, um, Jamie's people, then who are they? Why? Are and then she here? did say it was someone she trusted. So she, she knew them. Mm-hmm. So it's between, you know, both groups. Right. Pretty much. And probably not even the Scottish because I think the Fisher folk kind of stayed on their side of. They do. Fraser's Ridge and the Scottish people stay on mm-hmm. the other side. But of course, gossip travels. Gossip doesn't care about boundaries. Especially nope. when you have people like Miss Bug. Nope. You saw the way she came in and she was like, Hiram Crombie wants to know what's going on. He's been poking about the garden. He wants to see the lass's body for herself. And oh, are you sure you didn't kill him? You know, she she came in here and said the things about Mr. Fraser in the in the front of the church. Are you sure you weren't angry enough? I was like, can somebody please slap her? Like, I need Claire to slap her. But of course, that would have just given into that whole, oh, she probably got angry enough to kill her. But let me tell you, Mrs. Bug, I think I think she's going to be the next chaos on the ridge. If I remember some of the story correctly, there's going to be some stuff with her going on. Okay, because I'm about to say, who's the, who, who's the next person? Because there's always somebody. I think it, I think come it along. has to do with the bugs because especially because we one, we've been seeing more of them this season. Yeah, we have. And then like in this episode, you know, you had Brianna talking about Jimmy overhearing Mr. Bug talking about ghosts and having unfinished mm-hmm. business and then apparently mentioning Claire because Jimmy was like, okay, so is, is Grammy going to turn me into a ghost too? I was like, if I was Roger, right then and there, once I heard that, I would have went and handled my business. I know Roger's not mm-hmm. a fighter, but still, you know, even with the way that he approached Mr. Bug and he was like, yeah, so you've been saying some things about ghosts that Jimmy overheard. 
And his Mr. Bud's response was, well, you can't shelter him forever. Yeah, I have a feeling they're about to be the next problem makers because you went from barely seeing them in season four. You know, we saw them like them. once here, once there. And then and just almost know. every episode you get, you see a little bit of them. So, mm -hmm. And Mrs. Bug is starting to get more and more vocal. She's mm -hmm. starting to have more and more lines. She's starting to kind of put her. And she don't need to be working there. inside the house. Right, she doesn't need to be everybody. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't need to be working inside the house. Nope, she can't be trusted. Nope, but I have a feeling that uh, yeah, I, I think the bugs are about to be for next season. I think they're going to be dealing with that part of the story, which is going to be interesting. You'll see when you get to it. Because when I read it in the books, I was like, "Damn, this came out of left field." What? It was just, it was really interesting. So. I have a feeling that's probably what we'll see next next season. I don't think it's going to be on the level of Malva Christie. Yeah, but the bugs can cause problems in other ways that's that true. deals with the war that can have some heavy consequences. You know what, you know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's when you say that, that's what my mind is going to because, you know, the keepers of the house and the keepers of the house, they do see things. Mm -hmm. and sometimes they may not know exactly what's going on but if they go and talk to other people right and those other people can interpret it a different way which can cause some issues especially dealing with the war yeah. and their position yeah so you're right uh okay <laughs> i don't think we're gonna be dealing with any um unwanted pregnancies with the bugs though so there's that <laughs> There's no, Mrs. Bug not gonna come out and say me and Jamie has had an affair. <laughs> no, that would never happen because do you see that like Jamie tolerates Mrs. Bug? I don't think he particularly cares for her because of her gossipy nature. Mm -hmm. He tolerates her because every time she comes in the room, you can see he's looking like, will she just shut up? He just has that look on his face. It's not obvious, but it's very subtle. Like, oh, Lord, what is she coming to say now? Like, oh, what? Go, go, go bake something. Go do something. Go, I don't know. Retire them. They just. Let Lizzie run the house. I mean, well, you know, Lizzie going to be running her own house. <laughs> but I mean, I, you know what? I do like this part of it, though. Because that means that she and Brianna are probably close in their pregnancies because she mm -hmm. said she's a few months. And we know Brianna um, is probably right in the second trimester because what was it that she told Roger and Claire? She said, I wanted to be sure it was real before I said anything. You know, for us, that's like, I want to make sure that, that it's safe because a lot of women, right. when they miscarry, it's usually in the first trimester. Right. So, a so lot you always want to wait that 12 weeks. So right before they start announcing mm -hmm. it to people to like quote unquote not jinx it or anything so that's what i like about it because that means that lizzie and brianna they will be raising children together their mm -hmm. kids will have each other to play with because now that marsley's gone jimmy's all by himself on the ridge as far as playmates he doesn't have anybody to play with so at least these new babies will have someone to keep each other company and brie and Lizzie can further bond. It's going to be interesting, though, these conversations they're about to have. <laughs> Imagine how 
See, my mind went to the left. Imagine how the birthing room is going to be in Claire's operation if they try to do what Fergus did, you know? I'm just saying. (laughs) I mean, imagine it, them both trying to be in the birthing room, period. Even if they don't try to do what Fergus does, if they just want to both be there to see the baby born, how is that going to happen? Like, what are they going to do? Because is is Claire really going to tell them no? I know Jamie might try, but Claire might be like, okay, well, they can both be in here to support her. But then if that information gets out, people are going to think that's weird. And it's just, I don't know. I I don't like the 1700s. There's too many, there's too many stupid rules. Well, no, the one twin is there to support his brother. Yeah, but usually not in the birthing room. I know, I'm just saying, I'm just helping them out. Because, you know, back then, they didn't even really allow the fathers to be in the same room. No. Mm-mm. So, you know, Claire, of course, let Fergus, well, no, because I think even when Marcel was having the baby, Fergus was out in, in the yeah, room with the Yeah, he was in another room, but mm-hmm. then he was called in to help with the situation. Mm-hmm. But then he and got then back he out when she was Did actually he... in active labor, because yeah. remember, uh, Claire was holding Henri Christian, and then Fergus came into the room yep. to check mm-hmm. on Marcel first and then to see the baby. Right. So, and he would be the only one who would actually stay because he has seen all of it. <laughs> he has growing up. He has seen all type of form of childbirth. So that is true. You know, so he's Being like, oh, whatever. Yeah. Right. So. So okay. But yeah, those those will be some inter- interesting conversations. That's going to be interesting. I just want to see how they're going to write that story. How they're going to write Lizzie and the twins, especially knowing that she's like hand fast to both now. Like, how are you going to do that? Is she going to actually marry one of them and still be like, like, how, how do you do that in 17? Yeah. Whatever? How would Roger perform the ceremony? Do you two take <laughs> Lizzie as your wife? This, do you take them too as your husband? Uh, yes, I do. Yes, yes, I do. We do. <laughs> and yeah, they'll be like, yes, we do. That's All together. Gonna That's going to be yes. fun. That's going to be fun. So one more episode and then we're on hiatus for Outlander. Uh, when we do come back for Outlander, we probably will be doing Outlander on a different podcast because we are starting a new one that's going to be kind of separate from phantom hybrid it'll still be under the same Mm -hmm. umbrella but we wanted um a separate form to talk about time traveling shows like we are planning to cover the time traveler's wife that's currently showing on hbo max um i still need to get into bridgerton so we're going to cover like the shows that deal with period pieces we may talk about some downton abbey here and there and then some Mm -hmm. other things so be on the lookout for that coming in the next couple of weeks. But for our Outlander discussions, we will finish that here on Phantom Hybrid with episode eight, season yes. six. So that will be coming up soon as well. But for now, that is it for our show. You can find us online at www.phantomhybrid.com. We are on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Phantom Hybrid. You can watch our videos on our YouTube channel and listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time. Bye.